1: All right, good afternoon, George. Let's go into the world quickly. I, I want you to stay with us for a few weeks and a few years. <laughs> um, because uh, over uh, the period of time, this month and next month, we're talking about right deeds for a great future. And, I, and I'm talking about the serving deed over this, the last two weeks, and this week and last week. And then as we go into next week, we start talking about different things that we need to do now that will help us for our future. And then we will be talking, uh, there's a Wednesday we're having for the under 40s that we're coming all together. And if you're over that, you can come if you want to. But we'll start to, we've got some guest speakers who will come up and who could speak to us at that particular and what we need to do for that period i'm going to be talking about what people need to do from the age of uh, 16 to 25 25 to 40 40 to for the seasons of your life and what you need to do because if you miss those seasons it becomes difficult to bring it back. And all this we're going to do, we'll talk about property investment. Someone, as I was standing out there, was saying, Pastor, you're so hot on pro-. Yes, I am. Nothing is going to happen. Don't worry. Uh, Brexit or no Brexit, trust me, everything is going to be alright. And we live in Goshen. We don't live in Brexit. We live in Goshen. We live under the hands of the Almighty God. So whatever you do, you will not, you will not lose it. So I, I, I'm pushing people towards what God has for them. But for this afternoon, let's keep going on to our scriptures. We're going to read the book of Joshua and chapter twenty-four and verse fifteen. Quickly, Joshua twenty-four fifteen. I need to be quick so I can get you out of here as soon as possible. Uh, second service is normally one hour forty-five minutes. Uh, to Joshua twenty-four and verse fifteen. He um, says, "Let's read together." Uh, the, 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 the way you read will tell us how quickly we we'll need leave this place. <laughs> Ready, steady, go. <laughs> people want to leave quickly. <laughs> Whom ye will... Sa- Wait. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord. Meaning, Joshua was saying that it looks evil to some people to serve God. Did you not mean it? Is it, is it, um, is it it's, it's right English, isn't it? <laughs> and if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord. He said, meaning there are some of us sitting here in church that we consider it evil to serve God. Trust me. He says, choose you this day. What? Whom? Speak to me. Whom ye will serve. Ready? Continue. But as we will serve the Lord. Get, let's read it together. Upstairs and says, And God forbid to serve other gods. God forbid. God forbid. But we could find out that even down the line we found out that, that was just a statement of the mouth. Nothing really resonated with the heart. I want to talk to us today about what we need to do to put right seeds and right deeds in the ground for a great future. Everything in life obeys the Lord of seed and harvest. Everything. 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 Everything obeys the law of seed and harvest, no matter what you do. Keep doing evil, keep gossiping, keep speaking about that person, keep doing wrong. It's going to obey the the law of seed and harvest. Many of us are in a seed time right now, and many are in a harvest time. But listen to me carefully, because there are two laws that that are in motion right now. There is the law of seed and harvest. But the law of seed and harvest has to also obey the law of season and time. (laughs) Listen to me carefully. It must obey the law of season and time. Pastor, what do you mean? A seed is never productive if it is planted in the wrong season neither is there a harvest if it is not maximized at the right time. So if you take a corn and you plant it at the wrong season, there's no harvest. And and I'm going to talk about this as I go along because many of us are out of our season. We're doing the wrong thing at the wrong season. Or we can do the right thing at the long time, or we can be in the right time but be planting the wrong seed. And so, it's not just good enough to say seed and harvest, there must be some connections and there must be some timing towards it. Psalm chapter 1 verse 3 says, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. He shall be. And if you read the uh, penultimate verses before that, he, he He's just not planted beside the rivers of water. It is a man who listens and obeys the voice of God. The Bible says, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its what? Season. Whose leaves shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Meaning there will be a time and a season where what you plant will bear fruit. But the Bible says he shall be like a tree, what, planted beside anything. No, there must be a specific where that seed is planted so water can reach to it so that when the season comes it will bear fruit. (laughs) Let me just take a quick diversion. It's kind of many of my young homies or G's or whatever you call yourself. Give me another name, whatever you call yourself. where, Where the kind of live a riotous living in the early ages. Tell you to save, no. Tell you to put money, aside, no. (laughs) We just want to do what we want to do. Uh, When it's time, we'll get that. I don't just want to get old. I want to enjoy my life. And then, suddenly, a demand is placed. There's no money, there's nothing. And you're fasting and praying. You're wasting your time. Because the season where you're supposed to have listened, oh, I've gone way for, where you're supposed to listen, you didn't listen, so you're doing the wrong thing, the right thing of praying, but at the wrong season. Because listen to me, whether you feel this is erroneous or not, God still didn't tell Jesus because you're praying to me to not die on the cross, I will answer that prayer. He still died. At one point in time, you have to say, God, your will be done. Many people in this church are living their lives out of season and hence truncating their harvest and playing dangerous games with their future. Many people that are supposed to pray, focus on themselves, develop their lives, are running around every other place, drinking at every other place, dancing at every other place, Eh? And, and, and in a relationship with every other place and every other person you, you start truncating their future because every single person you come in contact with is either a connection for harvest or a destruction for your future are you following what, what, what I'm saying you must do right deeds at the right time to have the right results Next week, I'm going to talk about the period of isolation. Because many of you just don't want to go into hibernation for production. There is always a time where... And you stay there until you mature and then you come out. And at that... Oh, I'm preaching next week. And at that time, while you're hiding there, everybody else seems to be making progress you step out of that hibernation, you fall into destruction because you've gone out of your season. But unless that seed is planted in the right place, the seed can produce nothing. It must come in contact with something to produce results. And that's the reason why last week I was dealing with cultures because every single thing I would say over the next few weeks, I first have to debate this evonious myth and culture that we have developed or the world has given us that has stifled God out of our lives and has squeezed the anointing of God to perform the way he wants to perform and that has allowed us to step out of the seasons of planting and we are now harvesting what we haven't even planted. The, The thing hasn't even matured before we take it out. And God is telling us we need to deal with those cultures. The first culture we dealt with that stops us from sitting in the place and serving the almighty God. serving the almighty God. serving the almighty God. Because unless that seed is connected to our service, there is no reward. Bible says in the book of Exodus 23-25, it says, so you shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless your bread and your water and take sickness away from your midst. And many sicknesses are not taken away from our midst because we are not serving God and the seed of our life is not getting connected to god to produce a result because we have embraced a culture a culture that looks good but is empty a culture that is devoid of god a culture without faith and god is saying beware of these cultures the first one we talked about was the culture of irrelevance remember what is the church to you Many people see church as something irrelevant. They come to church, they enjoy church, they go, but that's, all, that's about it. They have no vested interest in church. God says you must see church not as a place of attendance, but a place of destiny and strength. Not, a place, not an exchange of cards. It is not a spouse dating service. <laughs> it's not a place where financial and emotional needs are met. Don't use the church as a dating app. It is not. It is God can use it to happen, but but but, but 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 don't 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 make the church relevant to what you want. As I said in the first service, I, I, I didn't see a lady after a particular time. I, ah, what has happened? What? So I asked, what, "What's happened to this lady?" I said, "I will call her." Somebody said, "Pastor, don't bother." I'm like, ah, ah, ah. The Bible says we'll leave 99 and go after one. He says, Pastor, I'm telling you don't bother. I said, okay, tell me what, 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 because you say don't bother but as a church, we need to learn. If somebody leaves, we want to learn if we do something right, what we could change and all that kind of so stuff. There's nothing you're going to change with this one. I said, okay, I demand to know as pastor because I will call this person. He said, okay, pastor. She left because she said that she's been coming for one and a half years and nobody has approached her or spoken to her or taken her out uh, i said nobody girl or boy says boy i said uh, so you're saying that none of the guys in church has taken that's why she left yeah i said i said did anyone interview that it's not about that i said mm, yeah but people said come to worship tabernacle in worship tabernacle they're single and all that i said ah you see, you see the, the, the purpose of you seeing church, and any church, Tabernacle. she will leave this place and go to another church in anticipation that the church is supposed to provide a husband for her. That does not make the church relevant. It is a culture of irrelevance. They just see a building, but they do not see God building their lives. Number two we spoke about was the was the culture of what interruption. I call it distraction. In Mark chapter four verse nineteen, he spoke about people who received the word of God, but the word of God had no root in them because they were distracted by different things that were going on. The world's value system, the possession, the pleasure, the prestige is drowning God out of our lives. We're distracted with so many things. The next thing I want to do, I, the next I I want to talk about, you could say I'm using the word I because everything in our lives is I. I, 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 I am, I am, I am, I am, I, me, myself, my Instagram and Facebook. I, see, I, 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 and you get into marriage, I, you get into a relationship, I, 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 I'm not happy, I, I'm not getting what I want, I, I'm i it's killing you. This is it. You've got the culture of interruption. You've got the culture of irrelevance. The second third culture is the culture of independence. The reason why we don't serve God is because of a culture of independence. Many people won't serve God because they want their independence. People with an independent spirit find it difficult to commit to anything. People like people like people like people like excitement than commitment. So they're asking, where is it happening? What church is happening? What group is happening? And they're running all over the place and doing stuff because they are not committed. Somebody started a group and when they came to me said, oh, I'm starting this group and all that kind of stuff. And I smiled. I said, they will come for the first one. They will come for the second one. They may come for the third one, then you need to pray for the fourth one because you see, the, the thing about many things people don't understand the thing about church is an everyday thing. How you remain committed to something in this day and age is difficult. People can't even commit to their education. Oh, I, I'm not feeling this course, so I jump to this one. I'm not feeling this one. I, you know, maybe, 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 academics is not mine, it is yours. It is yours. There's no exclusivity towards learning. Because if you don't learn academically, you will still learn academically. You will earn something. There's nothing you do today that you don't need to read. You even have to learn how to use an app. This morning, I woke up this morning. I've been using iTunes for a long time. So I was playing this song but then every time I play, I have to. When it finish, I have to press my hand. I said, "I should there's something called repeat." Huh? even when we were using cassettes. <laughs> oh, see, there's repeat. So I'm looking like he ah, ah ah I'm getting ready. I might say something. So I have to read. So I go onto Google. Type in. How do you press repeat on stuff? And then he showed me. So I worked it up, sc- scrolled up, found repeat, pressed the repeat, but it still didn't repeat. I didn't realize that it has to, it has to light up or something. I pressed it. He said, "You and me today, <laughs> you will walk. As for me and my house, you must repeat." <laughs> <laughs> and I pressed it. What am I saying in essence is, everything in this world is subject to education. Even if you're not reading, someone is going to teach you how to do stuff. How to do stuff. How to. Even if you're, even if you're working with your hands, even if you're like builders, like these guys, they still have to update themselves. Even if you're a doctor, you still have to update yourself. Even if you're a pastor, you have to update yourself. I still had to go back to school, 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 school to do my masters, and I hated it. The first Two months. I hated it. The first thing they said we're going to deal with is the book of Revelation. How do you start a master's? And then they give you the book of Revelation. So they said we should read this thing. I read 13 pages. I couldn't even understand anything. I thought the person who wrote this thing must be demonized. (laughs) We lack commitment. And, And then we bring it into God. We live in a self-serving, throw away, live for the moment, do what feels good. Society, typically, the only commitment made these days are those that are personally beneficial. That's why a lot of our service can be self-serving. We serve to get others to like us. Hmm. So when we're serving, want everybody to like us. We, we serve to be admired. We serve to achieve our own goals. We serve when pastor is around. When he's not around, mm, we disappear. That's why I don't tell you when I'm in church or not. We serve to manipulate God. God, you now see I'm serving you. Give me my spouse. Give me my car. Give me my house. We bargain. God, I'll serve you if you take care of my need. That is the why there is no debt into our service and the devil can easily negotiate our commitment because people want to serve God on their own terms. And when people don't stay where God places them, they stray. Do you know that most people want to serve God but in an advisory position? God, uh, let me give you this advice on exactly how this thing is supposed to be done. We want to serve God our own way. With with our own parameters. Many people don't want to serve God because they don't want issues or drama. I don't want drama in my life. I don't want to, especially, I don't want drama from church. Church! Church! It's a family. Have you got a family? Yes. And in a family, do you know what we do? Sometimes we what? Quarrel. They don't your family your family some of them don't like you check out what happens during Christmas in fact most of you purposely travel during Christmas because you don't want to be with family let me give you the good news neither do they want to be with you how many siblings do you have two or three do you all agree? Absolutely not. I have won my twin brother. And Jesus, almighty God, do we not argue? <laughs> One day we so much argued that my dad wanted to get in between and my niece said to my said, grandpa, leave them alone. Trust <laughs> me, leave them alone. Leave them alone. He shut his door on me. He says, leave, leave. <laughs> grandpa. What are you crying about? Leave them alone. Tomorrow, they will come together and say, how's life? But anybody that gets in between them will be in trouble. Leave them alone. Following day, we just called, how's life? (laughs) Even our wives don't even try to get in between. And these are twins so in a church where god just brings people from different areas how dare you say we will not quarrel we will no church is perfect this church is not perfect but so are you you are also not perfect it is pride that tells you i don't want the drama and the issue of church it is when many of us become a judge Is when many of us become a spectator instead of a participator. Because many of us don't really know what goes on behind the scenes. Because the greatest coaches are the fans. Hence, they have a judgmental attitude of thinking that they are better than someone else. And what God has called you to do, stay there i remember recently uh, some time ago someone wanted to get married said i want to put this up i want to put that up i want to put this up in church i said sorry you can't do that because we have service the following day Uh, and why can't i do what i want to do and then i said so i can also do what i want to do go marry somewhere else in fact we've got a lot of marriages that some i can exempt myself now Go marry someone else because somewhere else where you're going, they will not allow you to do it. And you know the reason why you're complaining is because you see your wedding in isolation to the entire body. Because when you have finished and you have gone, some of us have to come early in the morning to get this place ready for you to sit down in peace and in harmony. You don't know what goes on behind the scenes. One day I was with my, my, my new PA, who was with me, as we, were, as we were talking or something like that, uh, somebody just called us and says, Oh, the roof is leaking. I said, we don't have a roof. These people were upstairs. He said, no, water is coming down in front of the, uh, the, 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 the hallway where the bookshop is. As we came in, the whole place was dripping with water. We had to find buckets and all that. I had to call Matthew. I had to call Carla. They all rushed from their job, running into church. They had to take a ladder to go upstairs, clear the weeds from somebody else's apartment, I had to stop it from leaking. Water was pouring down. I bet That if that was a Saturday to a Sunday, many people would have walked in church. Ooh, why is there water? This place smells. It smells because you're not there. You're not a participator. You're a spectator. So you will criticize everything we do because you are not part of it. Because teams don't criticize each other. And even if they do, it's for them to move forward. Bible says in Proverbs 29-23 a man's pride and a sense of self-importance will bring him down. But he who has a humble spirit will obtain honor. He who has a humble spirit will obtain honor. God wants us to serve him with commitment but also with gladness. I'm talking about how to make, put light deeds for a great future. And one of the things that the devil is cheating many of us out is this of independence we won't respect anybody we won't listen to anybody we still want to do what we want to do and we'll do what we want to do and we'll fail in the future because we do not realize that god is calling us to a place of honor respect and service and that's why the man said joshua said you may think it is evil to serve god but as for me and my house we will serve the lord And it's not only just, I I just want to serve God. Okay, I'm going to serve God. I want to serve God to tick the register. No, 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 no. No. Because many people just want to come to church and use the church and abuse the church. Many people are just coming in and all they just want to do is just want to get married and, and, and go. I don't... Do I look stupid? I know you want to do that. And now my days of stupidity is even over. Now there is a new law coming out. I said this or sudden. Let me repeat myself. It's coming out. Now, there are three kinds of things you will do now. Because you will come to church, argue that you want this up, you want that, that, you want this there. But your MC that you invited, you didn't argue with their terms. Neither did you argue with the. Uh, uh, who's the, the guy spinning the music, you didn't argue. Anything he says, you didn't argue with the whole. But then, it is the church you now want to argue with. You see, there's a new law coming out here right now. There are three categories of people who will get married. Those who just walk in will marry you. You will pay a fee. Those who are, are an attendants, you will pay a fee. Those who are workers, for some aspects, it is free. You cannot get the same thing as people who are workers, and I'm not talking about working. You inside you work for two months and say hey, I'm a worker and nah, ah, we're not that stupid. No, 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 no. We'll even check what you're giving. We want to know: are you part of us, or do you just want to use us? How many weddings have we done that people will pick themselves and disappear? No, 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 no. I'm not going to cry anymore. You will pay before you go in. Even in fact, now there's another new law. I'm just saying this outside, so it's on the internet. That even if you want to dedicate your baby, if I check that you have done nothing to the church, you will pay a fee. Maybe 200 pounds. It's not coming to me. It will, you, you, we will show you. It will be donated to an orphanage. Uh, hey, as you're blessing your child, bless someone else. We're fed up. I'm tired. Many pastors are committing suicide every single day. One just committed suicide. I am not going to commit suicide for nobody. In fact, before you kill me, uh, and which you can't, uh, we'll put things in place. No, there has to be a time where you will dedicate or dedicate yourself. I'm not. You will see the. uh, We will tell you. We will tell you who to write. It will go to an orphanage. It will bless a child. Because God wants us to be committed and serve. And when you serve, you've got to serve with two things in mind. One, enthusiasm. When I walk through church, do I see ushers smiling? Or do I see them frowning? Do I see somebody leading praise and worship like, "Eh, I just have to do it? Are you taking care of my child with happiness, with joy? Are you serving the Lord outside with joy? Or are you just doing that just to mark the register? I want to see enthusiasm. When people have passion, check them off. They don't have to be paid. They don't have to be applauded. They don't have to be rewarded. They just love doing things for God. The second element, how would you know that you serve God with gladness is when you do it with excellence. Excellence is not being the best. Excellence is being faithful in doing your best. So are you doing it with excellence? Have you prepared your heart? Have you prepared your mind? In, in, in hospitality have you have you looked around Is a place clean, do, do we serve God with that last week, every single week as I walk into church I go down, I, I just walk around, every single week honestly, I, I need to say this forgive me all other departments but boy, the children's church, oh they're neat ah, you, every time I walk into the office, in fact, i Way in some of the rooms, you know the one way at the back, the one, the 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 the, the the one at the back. Even my son, when we come and we have we're here for four till ten, he lies there. Every time I walk in, everything is put in place. You see improvement. I see new notices coming up. I see pegs, uh, coat pegs coming up. I see things done with excellence. Come on, you will never regret taking your children down there. It's better than the other places you take them and you pay for didn't clap because you're not involved. You're just a, you're a spectator. Uh, if you have, you're, and you're soon going to have kids. Clap for them. They've done a fantastic job. And upstairs too. Yeah, 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 they're supposed to do that. Did you pay them? They're single ladies, single men, helping. They're there. They're helping while you're sitting in church. And they're doing it with excellence. Pastor, what are you saying? I'm helping you. Because whenever you sow good deeds, you set yourself up for a great future. You don't need to have a child before you take care of a child. I didn't have a child before I started taking care of children. I didn't have a child before children started sleeping in my house. I, I called my, my, my niece uh, uh, on Wednesday. I said, 18 years ago, 9-11, where were you? She was three years old or four years old, 18 years ago. My wife and I, we were travel. We, we always travel. And then we just said, you know, when we're traveling, let's just take someone with us. Give somebody a family that can't afford it. And we knew my friend, brother, couldn't afford it. So she was the first one. We picked her up. For three years, we went to New York, Maryland. We rented a car to drive into New York. We were going to see those famous Twin Towers on and, and that day. The car was there. The only reason why we didn't go was we woke up late. God blesses you when you're sleeping. Because my twin mother knew our itinerary. He was calling everyone. We suddenly knew that things, things were not. So we switched on the TV and we were we stood there and our jaws dropped. Because if we were there, how would I be running with a three-year-old? Great future setting good deeds recently whenever we travel we pick a child from church go with us we pick a child go with us we pick a child go with us does everything have to be you and many of you are going on holidays even if you're single you can bless someone if you can even say my holiday money this year i'm using it to bless somebody and you will see how good deeds will extend itself but you know why we won't do it Because we have a culture of independence. Last culture, and let's close. We call it the culture of insubordination. Mm. The culture of what? Mm. It's called disobedience. Let me speak to you about this. You heard me last week. Men, men, you heard me last week. You're hearing me again. You will still pick yourselves, and you will still leave. But then you will ask God, God, show me the way. How? Christianity is not foolish. It's also a science that is deep in the culture of God. If we disobey God, God cannot bless us. Many people try to bind up the enemies in their lives and yet continue to live in sin. They're binding the enemy and they're living in sin. They're living in disobedience to God's will. For their lives. And then they wonder why they are oppressed and distressed. I know many people who try to lose the blessings of God in their lives. Without paying the price of obedience. Or self-sacrifice. That will allow those blessings to come. Listen to me ladies and gentlemen. God cannot. God cannot bypass his law. He cannot bypass his law of sowing and reaping to fulfill our prayers of binding and loosing. I bind this. I loose this. Hey, the, the, the riches of the Gentiles are asked. To do what? For you to go back to the Gentiles and enjoy it with them. God, can, God, God, God God won't truncate that. God's law will never change. His method for answering our prayers will not be altered based on our false spirituality. No matter how loud we scream at the devil or how much faith we attempt to have if you don't obey God nothing is happening any step now instead of taking a selfie after the service I'm putting it on your Instagram put this one on your Instagram any step you are trying to take towards self-sufficiency is a step away from God I'm going to repeat this again Any step you are trying to take towards self-sufficiency is a step away from God. The counterfeit to obedience is creating your own opportunities with the devotion and the zeal to go with it. God still did not honor Abraham when he disobeyed him and went to have another child out of his promise. He still didn't honor it. He says, I will bless the lad because the lad has made no mistake. But my covenant is still going to be with Isaac. Most times it is not convenient. But God doesn't want us to do it our way, but his way. And when God is not giving his place in your life, you will be displaced. Saul disobeyed God and was displaced. And he paid dearly for it. Your life becomes irrelevant when you don't obey God. Because obedience is your covenant access to abundance. It's your covenant access. Ladies and gentlemen, I need to tell you this. One of the great seeds and deeds that you can do in this time prophetically coming out to you is to serve God and get rid of the culture of irrelevance, interruption, independence, and insubordination. You need to get rid of it and say to yourself, I don't care who is the head of the unit. I don't care who is in there. I am going to do something to serve God. I'm not trying to, to embarrass you. I'm not trying to get money in church. We're not, I know I said we come with this fees and we come with that. We may not even come with it, but it's an idea that is really a good idea. But the truth of the matter is, I'm just trying to help you because whatever you do there is going to be a harvest i am not saying that this is a perfect church but there's no family that's perfect even jesus had 12 disciples and jesus 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 they were not perfect by no stretch of imagination do you know that they fought each other for who is going to sit at the right hand of the father Do you know that there's so much fault that one of the disciples, two of them who were family, went to speak to their mother. And their mother came to speak to Jesus. That Jesus, let my son sit on this side. They invited their mother to church to get positions for them. Judas was there. Peter was there. Why are you throwing stones at a church? And you know that the devil will always fight a church. He will not not fight you outside. Oh, even when I go... I oh, with my friends that are unbelievers. Even when we're in the pub, we we really jail to go to pub. The devil is not going to the pub. He's the, the pub is he's already got who he wants to get. I'm not saying everyone that goes to the pub is the devil, but but I'm saying there's there's no maximum casualty in the pub. No one is going to uh, going to plan something and 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 do it where in the desert. You get my drift. They will do it where maximum population is, where maximum damage is. If you want to canvas for, 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 for people to support you, you, you're not going to go to places where, 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 where there's nobody there. You'll you go to places where there are people there that you can convince. If you want to set up your industry, if you want to set up your business, you're not going to just set your business up in any way. By the way, you better pray to God, because you can set it up in a popular place and still fail. But God wants us to serve Him this culture of independence this culture of disobedience you disobey parents you disobey leaders you disobey pastors you disobey everyone you disobey the cat you disobey the dog the dog is is barking you still disobey the dog i'll still put your hand to the dog you see the disobedience will kill you even the dog says you're stupid well because you just use subordination you just don't want nobody to tell you anything. And this is the difficulty that God is fighting with. Like, I really want to bless these people, but they have to do it my way. Let me conclude by saying this. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and verse 1. I want us all to read this as I close. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 1. Ready, steady, go. Loudly. Oh, stop. If you don't read loudly, I'll add another 10 minutes to my sermon. Let's go. Ready, steady, go also when for when did he say you should remember god come on my young ones here when did he say you should remember god he says remember god thoughtfully your creator in the days of your youth for you are not your own but his why go Before the evil days come, all the years years are drawing near. When you will say, I have no physical there will be a time where Facebook will do nothing to you anymore. Instagram will do nothing to you anymore. In fact, your bones can't dance the way you used to dance before. In fact, men, that thing you're carrying all over the place and using it to do maximum damage all over the place, one day you will look at it and say, sorry, uh, you will run from those who are running after They will come in day. They will come in day. We keep telling you, don't marry for sex. Because t- trust me, there will be a day where you, the man, will run. You're mine, but you just say, ah, enough is enough. You see, you're growing older. You, the woman, you're going for your nails, you're going for your hair, you're going for... There will be a day when, no matter what cosmetics, is, everything has gone. The only way you will keep your youth going is if you're planted and you're still producing in season. Bible says those who are planted in the house of God will flourish. Even in their old age, they will be producing. Not people who are running out at, at all stuff. If I see some men, they are aged more than their age, you know why? Because they got too much trouble all over the place. Married, carry your phone, put it in your shoe. Marriage, you're, you're running after this one there. Uh, married, you're talking to this girl there. In Christmas, you're all over the place because the girl is saying, hey, aren't you coming to visit me? What life are you living? Instead of spending that energy serving God so he can bless you, you're complaining about the woman God gave you, that he said you should enjoy her because there's a time. <laughs> God says there's a time and a season you can serve me with all your might because I don't want your leftovers. I don't want you when you're tired. I don't want an offering that is blemished. I don't want you to come back to me because you've done everything else in the world, it didn't work. Now you're coming back to me with half a leg and half an eye. And this is what we're doing. And we say, God, I give you all of me, all of what? Let's bow our heads, let's
0: pray. You've been listening to Ty Adeshugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. We hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk Alternatively, call us on 020-7435-3939. You can find us at the Citadel, Worship Tabernacle, 131 St. John's Way, N19, 3RQ Archway, London Thank you for listening